Hey guys, so welcome back to our literature podcast. Today we're going to be analyzing chapters 25 to 27 of The Adventures of Huck Finn. So hope you guys enjoy. It's Zais and I'm here with... Alexki. And Jesus. And Wilney. And I'll be giving the summary for chapters 25 to 26. In chapter 25, the Duke and the King make their way to Wilkes' home and the townspeople gather at the house... The nieces hug them and cry. The townspeople cry too. The Duke and the King look at their brother who was in the coffin. The King gives a speech thanking everyone for their sympathy and talks to people individually to learn more details. Meanwhile, the Duke who is supposed to be impersonating the death dumb William Wilkes says nothing but signs with his hand and spouts gibberish. Mary Jane, a niece and deceased of the deceased, whom Hug described as beautiful, brings the will to the king, who reads out aloud. The will notes where $6,000 in gold is hidden. The duke and king get the money, but find it is a little short. They make up the money with their own, so things don't seem suspicious. The king makes a speech and and then gives the money over to the nieces in order to win the townspeople over. Dr. Robinson, a family friend, finds the king's British accent laughable and accuses the men of being frauds. The niece defend the king and gives him the money to invest. The doctor walks away, telling the sisters they'll pay for their mistake. In chapter 26, Huck is questioned by Joanna, the youngest Wilkes sister. He messes up the story repeatedly and has to come up with explanations. At the end of the conversation, Joanna is convinced that he has told some lies. As she voices this opinion, Mary Jane walks into the room and hears her. She, along with Susan, rebukes her sister for talking this way to a stranger. They make Joanna apologize. Huck is moved by each of their behavior and resolves not to allow them to have their money stolen. Huck searches for the money in the king's room. While Huck is searching, the duke and the king come into the bedroom. So Huck hides in the closet and listens to their plan. The duke is ready to leave but the king convinces him to stay and get the rest of the money. When they leave the room, Hug takes the money and hides it in his room. He plans on contacting Mary Jane once he leaves town to tell her where the money is hidden. I'll now pass it to Jesus. All right, I'll be summarizing chapter 27 of Fucking Bear Finn. All right, so as Hug went down the stairs, he went into a little apartment under the house and he had the money in between the arms of the of the of Mary Jane's dad who was in a coffin. After he tried to go outside, he saw Mary Jane standing on the door and decided to hide in between the door. After a couple of seconds, Mary Jane left the door and Huck decided to let out. But after that, he saw two other guys standing outside the house. He decided to go go to the coffin again and hide in between the coffin. After a couple of seconds, he heard the king and the duck talking outside. 
he decided to go outside and talk to them. The next day, the duck and the king appeared in Huck's room and asked them multiple questions. After Huck answered all the questions, he asked them what was going on. And the king told him that King told him that he shouldn't worry about it just because he's with them. I'll pass, I'll now move on into Saiz. Oh, hey guys. So today I'm going to be talking about, um, we're just going to be analyzing Huck's morality in, in the novel because we see a lot of character development between Huck and we see how he's changing and growing as a person. So I'm just going to be sharing my thoughts on that and my take on it. So I feel like Huck has an unconventional sense of morality that can even be seen as immature, which is why his change throughout the novel is so impactful, even though it may be subtle. And basically what I'm saying is that his morality depends on the situation and how he interprets what's going on. So his perspective, almost as if he doesn't have set morals, but he has a different sense of right and wrong which if you know most people like we all have set morals that like we believe in and stuff but Huck is like basically ever-changing so his morals would probably be considered wrong if he went by the way society thinks so his way of making things right is just either by doing things that like quote-unquote make up for it or overshadow it like for example like he'll lie to an extent and then end up coming clean about it so he won't feel as bad and he he think that make it right he is different from most people because usually people have set morals they abide by not pick and choose but in huck's case he is still a child and his morals were kind of taught or even forced upon him by the woman who adopted him rather than self-acquired for example in the novel if we want to talk about it it says what what was the used to tell Jim these weren't no kings or dukes it wouldn't be done no good and besides it was just as I couldn't tell them from the real kind this demonstrates that Huck knew that the people were lying about who they were yet didn't tell Jim because you couldn't tell the difference and this might seem unrelated to his sense of morality but I actually feel like it's a prime example of the way Huck thinks or his perspective on things he knows that it is wrong that they are being lied to and that Jim is his friend so he should tell him but he also knows that Jim will never figure it out on his own and so it says, he says he it won't do him no good in knowing anyway. So as we can see, his sense of morality is kind of twisted. He thinks that you can do wrong as long as it is covered for or made up with right. And that will make everything fine. Because any person's initial reaction to being lied to would be to tell their friend. This is just a small example from the many in the novel showing the same thinking pattern of Huck. Like him stealing, but thinking it's okay because he's going to give it back at one point. Additionally, on page 132 of the novel, it says, I says to myself, this is another one I'm letting rob her of her money. I felt so honorary and low down mean that I says to myself, my mind's made up. I'll hide that money for them or bust. This demonstrates a shift in Huck's morality because he starts realizing that some of his actions are blatantly wrong and he can't just give up on family or selfish ways, but rather showcases his loyalty. Therefore, I say all of this to say that Huck's intentions are never malicious, but actually sometimes very innocent, even though they are wrong. But now we see that he is realizing this just may not be enough. And now developing an actual sense of right and wrong, especially when we see he doesn't want to involve him, involve himself in these men's wrongdoings and actually calls out this be behavior in his thoughts. 
So I say all this to say, basically, Huck is growing as a person. So instead of just feeling guilt, he wants to actually do right. And we can admire this change in him because it's a result of his independence. Because before, he basically didn't... He didn't like the people around him. Like, he didn't grow up, like, in a good environment. So he wanted to be nothing like them. But now he knows that he can be independent without conforming to society, but also still be a good person. So he's now following his own feelings instead of seeing it as being controlled by what others want him to do. And, yeah, that's what I feel like... Um, That's how I feel like Huck's character development has changed throughout the novel. So now I'm going to pass it on to Jesus. All right, so I'm going to counter-argument what she just said. Um, So in my idea, I said... um, in his mental state, Huck cannot be considered a child because his actions depict otherwise. For example, in chapter 16, page 66, it explains Huck's way of thinking. Huck was in a difficult moral position as he didn't know what to do in a way that he thought he was betraying Miss Watson's loyalty by helping Jim escape, as it says on page 66. It says, what had poor Miss Watson done to you? That you could see her N-word go off right under your eyes and never say one single word. So, um, but after hearing James' side of the story, Huck had a breakdown and started to understand the goodness of his actions. As some may say, the Huck, Huck's morality was forced upon him just because he was being civilized, actually, Huck never acquired any sense of morality from the mother that adopted him because he rejected any type of civilization as he thought that being civilized was losing your own freedom. But as he traveled down the river, his experiences vastly improved his maturity and morality. Now it passes on to Alexei. Um, before you pass it on to Alexei, so I understand what you're saying, but I feel as though that Huck's upbringing did has to do with his morality because just like you said he didn't want to be like he didn't want to be civilized because he felt like it was taking his freedom away that's why I was saying in my paragraph that once he realized that he can be independent while also doing the right thing that doesn't necessarily mean he's conforming to society that he's learning that as a person and that's why I feel like um he is growing and he's becoming more mature i'm agree yeah so yeah now we could pass it on to Alexi. Right, so in support of zayis and in response to the initial analysis of hugs morality um it was it provides an adequate development and thoughtfulness and structure. It allows readers to understand that Hug does have his own unique sense of morality, which is built through his acts of exploration and trial. Through the selection of quotes, we see that the thought process of our main character and how it affects all other characters in the novel, contrary to their actions affecting him instead. For instance, when Zayi said that he was no longer allowing those around him to dictate his emotions and his sense of morals this is this shows a shift in how he started off to how he ended up 
Overall, we can conclude that despite his upbringing and past experiences, the question on whether or not Huck has morals cannot be seen as him simply developing his own sense of morality. In other news, guys, that's all for today's podcast. Thank you so much for joining and we hope to see you back soon. I completely agree with Alexi and thanks for backing me up. So, um, hope you guys tune in. We'll have more content for you soon. And I just want to say that we all made valid points and um, reading novels is about debating. So, even though we, even if we disagreed with each other, we all had valid points. And yeah, that's all for today, guys. Bye. Bye.